We acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation as the traditional owners of the land where we record and produce this podcast. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any First Nations people who are listening. We acknowledge that sovereignty has not been ceded and that this land is stolen. Critical Thought is an inclusive podcast dedicated to dissecting politics and culture with a critical eye. The reference to the clitoris in our title is not gendered, and we do not equate the clitoris with womanhood or forward any transphobic or gender essentialist views. Hi, Bella. Hey, Anna. How are you doing this? <laughs> this is so crazy. Weird. It feels tough. wrong. Yeah. I feel really out of practice. Me too, but like kind of ready. <laughs> kind of ready. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> welcome to the fifth, fifth episode. episode. COVID-19 yeah. episode. I just want, I want to say we're recording this on Sunday <laughs> the 15th. So anything we say today may not. Like, I just think this thing is traveling so quick yeah. that, like, anything we say right now might not even be relevant tomorrow. But, yeah. like... By the time this is released, everything <laughs> we've said will be completely out of context yeah. and completely wrong. Yeah, that's what I just want to preface. <laughs> like, even just stuff in my personal life. Like, we, yeah, everything's changed. If you told me a week mm-hmm. ago that, like, everyone would be working from home, businesses would be shutting down, yep. there's no nothing mm-hmm. left in the supermarkets, like, not even fresh produce. I know. I would be like... <laughs> I'm like so in denial about like how serious this is. Yeah, I think but. it's like so interesting because you kind of hope that in a crisis everyone would be really vigilant and like take their like social responsibility quite seriously, but yeah. people just don't do that. Well, th- this is what I was thinking about. Sorry, we're going <laughs> to jump right into this. Uh, so the reason yeah. China is like literally plateaued mm-hmm. and now decreasing and like they're the only place where Apple stores are going to be open yeah. and because it's actually safer now is because China... They're authoritarian. At- yeah, exactly. They could literally mm. be like, bam, guards surrounding Wuhan in yeah. about five minutes mm-hmm. and embargoing people, like making people yeah. stay in their homes. We, where, mm-hmm. And also in Asian countries, there's such yeah. a collective mindset, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the community over the individual, yeah, 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 whereas yeah. like for us, it's like out for themselves. Yeah. That's why you see t- mm-hmm. people fighting over like toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah, and there's, yeah, there's, you would like hope that like, I mean... <laughs> I have been trying to do, like, social distancing more because, like, obviously that's what is the number one thing. But, like, not in a really major revolutionary way and none of my friends are really doing it, Mm. you know, because, like, you just – no one really thinks in that, like, what do I owe to the community, to old people, to people with immune disorders way? Like, do you know anyone who thinks like that? No. Like, I really don't. Like, (laughs) I've been going to work and it's been super quiet. Yeah. Um, I work at a coffee shop Mm. and, like – it's just been interesting, so interesting the conversations mm. I'm having with people. Like we've had, like obviously, like a lot of our clientele is just like business people, so like yeah. everyone's working from home. But mm-hmm. like we don't accept keep cups at the moment. Oh and, really? Like, having to explain <laughs> it to people is so depressing, and then like it makes me look like I'm like chill. But then I'm like, no, like this is probably for the best. 
Yeah. Just because we're not transferring germs around. That's and smart. then, like, on the tram today, mm. as I was coming here, somebody. You, are you still catching public transport? Yeah, are you? No. Mm. I'm walking everywhere. An Uber. <laughs> yeah, you're Uber. Wow, so heroic. Actually, I took a tram here and it was so funny because people were like, not touching the buttons. Yeah. So like, this man had this like fabric <laughs> that he was touching everything through. And I was like, wow, that's Shit. like pretty good. But like also it's probably smart. But like if he's touching the mm. fabric, then like it doesn't make sense to me. But also I wanna say everyone wearing masks is like mm. ruining everything right now. Really? Yeah, because wearing a mask doesn't actually stop you from getting infected. Oh really? You're meant to wear a mask if you mm-hmm. are infected. Uh. And also like, yeah, so wearing a mask, one, doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Two, if you are infected and you're wearing a mask, you should be at home. Like, yeah, you shouldn't even be, be out <laughs> and about. And two, like, it actually is taking away from health professionals that actually need it. That need it, yeah. Because, like, my dad is no longer mm-hmm. retired, but he was a dentist and he was, like, yeah. telling me about it. He's like, yeah, you mm-hmm. need – it's, like, standard protocol. Like, you need a new mask every patient, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, like um, – all his, like, pe- like people – like, just dentists in general don't have mm. them, so they're having to shut down. Dentists are shutting down. Yeah, and also, also like surgeons yeah. and all of that. So I'm like, okay, and like every all the mm-hmm. people are like are going to Bunnings. Like all these doctors are going to Bunnings <laughs> to pick up surgical, like just any form of masks. <laughs> and then you have like half the population wearing masks, thinking they're doing their bit or like do, not saving anything. themselves. And it actually doesn't yeah. do anything. And it just yeah. it just stresses me because I'm like, do they mm. have it then? Like, I mean, surely the only thing that actually helps is staying at home. That's yeah, the only exactly. thing that would stop the spread. Because I was actually watching um, the news and like they had this mm. on the NBC. They had this like <laughs> virus specialist or yeah, germ yeah. specialist, and she was like, "Yeah, well, like, um, mm-hmm. like full contact is like fifteen minutes yeah. or being in a closed space with someone for X mm-hmm. amount of time." Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, so technically being on a public transport, you'd be doing this, being yeah. at school, being anything. Mm-hmm. She's like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. So it's not even like going and shaking someone's hand. It's like being in prolonged contact. Yeah, right. Well, I feel like I think uni- the University of Melbourne hasn't shut down yet. I saw someone, there was a pro, like uh, change.org, like shut mm-hmm. Melbourne Uni down. And I was like, oh, all right. I feel like it's kind of irresponsible to stay open. I mean, thousands of people go to the University of Melbourne I just, like, everyone knows the best way to stop spread is to cancel everything. There's this really good article in The Atlantic called Cancel Everything (laughs) um, that I'll send, like, we can put it in the thingy. Um, And it's like, you would hope that, like, our big research intellectual institutions, I mean, not that they're really, like, pillars of morality or, like, intellectual rigour anymore, Um you would hope they wouldn't be do the most upstanding, responsible thing. I think the issue is is that like so one Scott Morrison put mm. forward that he doesn't didn't think universities and schools should be shut yet, oh. which he that's what he announced on Friday. Yeah. So today's Sunday, so technically there hasn't been much mm-hmm. time for like. I think what the issue is. I know we're being well. watched. Hey guys. I know. Oh my god. What? <laughs> We're recording in a different studio today because of our head up against the glass. That's not subtle, bro. That is not subtle. Neon glowing glasses. (laughs) Oh my god, what? I'm literally making eye contact with him and he's not looking. Okay, he's gone. Oh, he walked up. Um, Anyway, sorry. We're being watched in more ways than one. Um, (laughs) What I was going to say is that. So, like, I know a few public, Mm. private, sorry, private schools in Melbourne are shut, but the big issue is that not all of them are shut. Yeah. Some offices are working Mm -hmm. from home. Some offices aren't. The big issue is, is like, if you've got children sent Mm -hmm. from home and your office isn't working from home next week, Mm -hmm. what do you do if you've got kids? Like, it's very, like, I think either we cancel it all or we keep it all, like, we'll keep it all on. Well, I, yeah, I agree to an extent, but I think, I mean, I think everything should be cancelled, but I think more cancelling... 
Like the more people, it's just like basic logic. The more time people spend together, the less chance of it being. Well, it hasn't even hit its peak yet. That's the issue. We just need to hit its peak. Flatten the flatten. Well, don't we need to flatten the curve? We do. So the peak isn't as high. Yeah, but like Mm. that would only happen if we did a complete shutdown. Right. Like we're not going to do that because no one wants to do that. In a democratic, neoliberal. How like we can't? There's no, no way one wants to, to shut that. anything down. Well, Ugh. there's no way to because I think it's 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 kind of people see it as an in, I don't know, invasion, invasion of invasion, invasion of, of freedom, hum, civil liberties, civil liberties. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, <laughs> whether or not like mm. <laughs> I mean maybe pining for authority. Yeah, like maybe <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, um, but France and uh, oh, shit. Spain. Spain, shut. Spain is for two weeks. So if you're in a lockdown, as I understand it, they're just saying everyone stay home, but you're not going to like get arrested for going to the supermarket, right? Well, supermarkets and chemists are open. They're the only two things. Yeah. See, that's what I want to happen here, but it yeah. probably won't happen yet. But did you see what Jacinda Ardern did? No, what did she do? All of New Zealand. I think this is really intelligent. And so she cr- cancelled her the Christchurch. <laughs> Yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. cancelled that. But then all of – if you're coming into New Zealand from anywhere in the world, even oh, if you're a, a two citizen, two-week quarantine, I think that's really smart. Yeah. yeah, It's just like seeing like a vigilant and decisive leadership is like <laughs> so refreshing but so um, rare. Yeah, but I think it's – I just think any decision they make mm-hmm. in any position of power causes extreme consequences but – and like the pros are so uncertain, so like but the, but the pros aren't uncertain. The pros are people's lives. Yeah, you're, if you're doing something like this, you're you're automatically saving lives. Yeah, but at the end of the day, everyone's going to get coronavirus at some point. We Not necessarily. No, it's going to be the new flu. That's what they've said. I know, I know, I know. So but it's like, never going to be eradicated. It's never going to be eradicated. But like, if it's we can, something we need to build our immunity to. Yeah. So actually, getting coronavirus. I'm not yeah. saying we should, but I'm saying if you were fit and healthy mm. and you were to get yeah, it, yeah. you were you would be creating an immunity to yeah, it. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not worried about getting coronavirus per se. Oh, I like, like I'm going to die, and I need no, everyone no. to stay safe for me. No, no, I have no issues about me personally getting coronavirus. Like I assume. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, it just when. And I don't care, like, because I'm young and healthy. What I worry about is like <sighs> that, like <laughs> old people. <laughs> sorry, my foot's up on the thing. Just stretching. That old people and like people whose auto whose immune systems are compromised are gonna yeah. die. Like, I don't want to see like the mortality rate is like three percent of people that get it die. That's really high. Like yeah, so currently that's there's a, an outcome I look forward to. Diagnosed and five, yeah. approximately five thousand deaths. Mm. Like that's not that's not a good thing. You don't want to see five thousand people die. So I think any <laughs> minimization, I hate that your foot's on the thing. <laughs> any minimization that we can do is the best thing to do. I think so too. But also, <laughs> if this is going to mean that people are. Mm. So, like, oh, the biggest mm-hmm. issue is closing everything. Like, Closing of, everything. Yeah. Schools. Mm. S- some people get, mm-hmm. like, meals, food, support know, from schools. I know, I know. People, if you shut everything, then no yeah. one gets paid. No one mm-hmm, can pay the rent. Mm-hmm. The rent still comes. Yeah. My issue with closing everything mm. is that you're, vulner- you're most vulnerable, uh, susceptible to, like, the sharks of, like, capitalism so much more. And I get it because if you're wealthy and you're mm. high off cancelling, mm-hmm. everything doesn't impose doesn't on impact you, you at all. Yeah, yeah, no. If anything, not. you can go to your, like... You it's like, you're sweet as you're house. Like, you're like, I'm sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I've got Netflix stand. Like, I'm going to listen to Amazon Prime. Podcasts. like, fuck yes. I'm just going to stay home all week. Yeah. But I mean, if you are, like, I don't think mm. there's been any introduction by the, like, by, um, 
rent landlords or anything to yeah, hold yeah. rent. So no, if you can't hasn't. afford rent, if you can't do anything mm-hmm. like this, yeah, cancelling things could have extreme consequences, like instantaneously for people that need to make a living. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, in an ideal situation. So you're the, not con- like necessarily saving lives by cancelling yeah, everything. The government, well, the government would intervene and like. Well, you would hope. Like you got the stimulus package and like all of that. And freeze else. rents. Yeah. But and, but we they? don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because I, yeah, exactly. That's mm. my biggest concern. Like I'm not saying don't cancel everything because I think we should. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's not, the consequences mm-hmm. of cancelling everything are, half, are like extremely precarious for those living below the poverty line. For sure. And like the most not even below the poverty line yeah like slightly above <laughs> well, and anyone near anyone it, you know? just anyone yeah struggling um, like even i'm thinking i'm like oh my god if i don't have work and how am i going to pay my rent how, gonna how am i going to exist yeah. yeah um the i feel like the these kind of crises like this is obviously unprecedented we we've never seen a crisis like <laughs> we've never seen a crisis like this yeah um, Actually, the, the last pandemic was in 2009 but i didn't know what it was sars, SARS. yeah but it wasn't part? like it's not obviously it wasn't like to this. this no 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 they've said that um the most <laughs> sorry <laughs> and it's losing it because i'm putting my foot up on the bed my f- shoeless foot my bare foot uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh the last outbreak was SARS in 2009, but that wasn't obviously yeah comparable wasn't. to this. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. only thing that's been comparable <laughs> to this, I'm putting my shoes back on oh, and feeling so judged. Though. Thanks, and you. Where um, are you from? Lynn Classic. I actually was. Uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> um, we're so privileged that we're talking about shoes mid COVID. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so, so SARS was bad, but it wasn't as bad as this. No. The only thing that's comparable to Corona is the influencer of 19 post-World War One, which killed Spanish. more. I mean, post-World War Two, which killed more people than, I, I don't know if it was post-World, I think it was post-World War One. It killed more people than World War One and World War Two combined. <laughs> but apparently this is going to be worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's It's going to be something business. that's going to be, yeah, is, is mm. for, for see, in the foreseeable future. Um, actually, yeah. so interesting. My dad, like maybe like six months ago, mm-hmm. was like, "Yeah, there's need. There's going to be another. Yeah. Like, epi- there's going to be mm-hmm. a pandemic soon because X, Y, Z, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah." And I didn't even think much of it because <laughs> I was like, like "Okay." <laughs> um, and then now that something like this did come up and mm. it is happening, like it does make a lot of sense to me that yeah. something. Yeah, like something. Not, I just I don't mean like there's. Do you a mean it made up. sense to you like in like an astrological like? No, but just like the jump from yeah, the, mm. once a disease, a jump from animals. Yeah, that can yeah. happen. But also just mm-hmm. something that like, like the world is so overpopulated right now, so maxed out in resources, mm. and like it's like like I'm not saying this should happen, but it's like a very interesting like yeah i mean phenomenon I, to exist where the current mm. state of the population because I'm, I'm not someone who's like the world was overpopulated we're overconsumption consumption Con- i think yeah. that's an extremely important distinction yeah but it is because the overpopulation stance is often like a bit fascist fascistic oh and it's extremely misogynistic because it's like oh women should stop having children yeah but it. also it's just i think it's like a like a like a fat uh, the impulse of a fascist is yeah. to be like which yeah, is so why I watched the Uni Bomber documentary on Netflix. I really? Seen it. Yeah, yeah. I like I something Sorry. like is morally really jarring to me when people are like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, we just need to cull all of these old people." Yeah, like maybe people are gonna die. It's like that's like eugenics. That's like Darwinism. Like it's such a like disgusting, cruel, brutal impulse to be like, 
oh, all these people are going to die. That's just, you know, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Like I feel like when a crisis like this happens, you would hope not that this is going to happen. It would like bring out more compassionate um, impulses and like remind us of what we owe to the most vulnerable people in our society, which is yes. comes back to what you were saying about what this crisis kind of reveals about oh, class, yeah, the whole, especially. Um, yeah, exactly. That's what we wanted to come to um, is that, yeah, this whole thing pretty much reveals the extreme social issue or social mm. – the the biggest issues with this current social yeah. structure we live under mm-hmm. in the US. It's been extremely interesting in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yes, European countries, but it's so mm. hard because we don't have much, like, comparison to yeah. that. The only thing I have is Sweden and I think my f- – like mm. – I mean, the poverty lines in Sweden, I mean, the poverty mm-hmm. or, like, the class divisions in Sweden are growing. Yeah. But when it's something like this, mm. it's, like, what, like, the people that I know in Sweden aren't suffering the same sort of class yeah. struggles yeah, yeah. that are happening right now. Mm-hmm. So in like, Australia. Yeah, in Australia. And, like, our question about, like, la- like, okay, the upper class, yeah, it's fine for them, to be honest, because they're the not... ruling class, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not struggling day to day to make ends meet. They can no. stockpile. They can go mm-hmm. and he- get huge amounts of yeah. produce. Like, mm. But if you can only get... If you're worried about paying your next rent bill and yeah. you barely can afford for, like, what you're going to be... You don't want to spend $300 on... Toilet paper. Yeah, grocery. Have you done any stocking up? On stuff? Yeah, on, like, lentils. Um, I already had, like, that <laughs> like, kind of... I stock up anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I kind Always of already... Prepped. Did have a lot of stuff, but yeah. I was going to go today and just get like, well, just purely because I need to do my weekly grocery shopping. But my housemates yeah. went yesterday and they were like, no, you can't even get anything f- fresh. Like they couldn't get onions. God. We did a bit of a shop yesterday and it was like um, crazy at the supermarket. It was like contagion vibes all around. Oh God, so packed. Everyone was – and <laughs> my friend Jasper sent me this meme that was like me in the supermarket pretending I'm the protagonist in like a pandemic movie. <laughs> and that was me and, and my friends yesterday at the supermarket. Like, but What did you buy? <clears throat> I got we got like a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff a lot of pasta because I I'm like a pretty paranoid person. But well, there's only two packs of pasta per yeah person. per person. Oh, only one at the iteration. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, yeah. I was like surely not another P. Went oh, there's another P. Yeah, Sorry. I, I was laughing this time. <laughs> no, it's good. My brother, <laughs> my brother's sick, not with coronavirus. But he messaged me just then. He was like, to be fair, he doesn't have it. But he was like, to be fair, I have the coronavirus and it's not even that bad. And I was like, shit, bro. Anyway, sorry. Um, So I got some pasta and some lentils before they put in like that you can only get one. Mm -hmm. I got like quite a a few. But then we went back again yesterday and got like more lentils, more pasta, like rice, pasta sauce, and then like some other like s- chocolate and like biscuits and Nutella for morale. Different <laughs> so to be getting items for morale. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know what's gonna happen in isolation. True, but everyone's gonna like eat their coronavirus snacks before isolation even begins. Yeah, and I, I I'm not even. Yeah, I don't think I'm even gonna stock up to be honest. Really? Well. What do I stock up on if I can only buy one of each? Like, what, one every gr- pu- kind of pulse? There <laughs> I is don't one think of that's each. a limit on lentils. Oh, fuck yeah. No, or I tuna. Dull. Oh, you don't eat fish, do you? No. Fucking hell. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, this is not Anna's apocalypse checklist. Let's keep calm. Anna's apocalypse. <laughs> the apocalypse <laughs> oh, starring Anna. My mum. Oh, is it her birthday? No. Oh, it is in June. 
that one. <laughs> I bought it and then, like, yeah, because I saw it was really cute. It's a bit early. It's a yoga card. Um, um, oh, my yoga got cancelled today. Oh, I mean, shit. not surprised. Probably but. good. Would you, would you have gone anyway? Probably. Is that really negligent of me? <laughs> I went to work yesterday. Really? I don't know. Well, I have to. About going earn. to work, we have to pay rent. Anyway. Well, I was rostered on, I had to earn money. <laughs> don't we all? Like, I literally have my rent. What's the date? My rent is coming up so soon. Shit. It is like. Oh. <laughs> Not a good time for an apocalypse. Well, when is it ever? But like, <laughs> I don't know. I just must say, my two of my housemates mm. work in like major Australian companies, mm-hmm. and they've been pretty much directed to work from home next week. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh my gosh. Going back, and to they're like, it's probably going to be for the rest of the month at least. It's the fifteenth, so I mean, it's halfway through the month. We'll see what happens. But I know one of the like um, Melbourne private schools is banned for the. I think they've t- taken it off for the rest of the term. That's probably good. Well, there's been two cases, so they're probably like, we've got to yeah. cut our losses really early. Um, what we were saying before about class, <laughs> Anna and Bella's class critique. <laughs> yeah. Anna and Bella get Marxist. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, it's interesting that like all of the big companies, like my friend works around here in Docklands. Also, isn't it interesting we're filming, I mean, recording, <laughs> um, vlogging, recording our corona apocalypse episode in docklands which is like the most apocalyptic part of melbourne by it far. is i was gonna like when you were like oh my god apocalyptic vibes i was like literally when i was in year 12 i used to study here and like <laughs> so scary. there was apocalyptic vibes then <laughs> <laughs> this like like this library yeah it's creepy also how it's called library at the dock like it's like a startup yeah and also <laughs> it's all concrete anyway neoliberal pretty, aesthetics um, like the hunger games get into everything i know that's why it's stockpiled i didn't stockpile i just yeah s- stocked up um. Yeah. So <laughs> back to the back to the class critique thing. Uh, it's interesting. I think that like all of these huge companies are all like uh working from home, but then for like people that work in retail and hospital, it's just like business as usual. Well, it's not business as usual. Like, which we've like dropped like two staff members a day. Oh, really? Yeah. But like, and it's still to- people are still there. Yeah. People are still exposed. Yeah. But, yeah, it's getting to the point now where we're like, we might have to shut. Really? Well, if we go into lockdown. <laughs> Fair enough. And I mean, also, we don't want to be... Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like, do you lose more money by paying just the rent or, and like pay, or just like halting everything for an extended yeah. period of time? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's hard because I work for like a very small business. Yeah. So it is hard and I don't want to be like... <laughs> So when am I getting paid? <laughs> <laughs> so what's happening? Yeah. But I haven't heard anything from my work except someone was sick and didn't want to come in. Fair enough. So you haven't heard anything? I haven't heard anything. I haven't. I, I'd love like just an email that's like, yeah. this is how we're dealing with oh, I'm getting so many COVID-19. emails from random companies and businesses yeah. that I signed up for like oh, really? 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting those? Doing. Yeah, I'm getting those. It's so funny. I'm like, yeah. what? Oh, good to know that's what Mecca is doing. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mecca's not doing any personal like appointments and I'm like... Fair oh, enough. really? Yeah, That's and I have smart. a hair appointment this week, but I think they're still going ahead. Yeah, probably. Well, they'll just like, don't come in if you're yeah. sick. And I'm like, yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. That's I like probably the most, the least amount the of action thing. they can I know, do. I know. Yeah. But people still, yeah. Interesting. I have like two appointments tomorrow as well. We'll see oh, how really? they go. Well, medical appointments. Yeah. See how they, I walked past the um, like the COVID testing thing. Mm. Why are they really close to it? Royal Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. 
so scary. All the nurses are wearing hazmat suits. I know, which kind of like fair. Yeah, well, smart. But I was also like, if you have potentially have coronavirus or you're just like going there to get tested, the worst yeah. place to stand would be in that line. I know, I know. That like, would be like the hot someone spot. Someone was just like, stay home and like yeah. recover. Don't go even I try know. and get tested because I was thinking about yeah. it. No, my friend who works mm-hmm. in London, yeah, like I just was like, yeah, shocked by that. It's like if you don't have coronavirus before you go in there. Yeah, you will. That's what I was thinking. But like, probably that's just like a pessimist uh, way to do it. Love. Yeah, I probably would just like yeah. wait it out. Just, but it's so scary. And pr- just yeah. assume I have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my it's God. It's so scary because every day you wake up and you're like, well, <laughs> let's see what's happening with the pandemic. I know. You check every news yeah, site, you check how many people so have it in Victoria. Oh. It's like this, we've never experienced yeah. this, something like, this apocalyptic like, ever. This is probably like a really stupid way to view it. But don't you feel like it's like season like mm-hmm. 22 of like some weird soap opera and they've like turned it into like this. <laughs> like, that's what I felt into at the start of the year thing. when everyone yeah. was dying. Mm-hmm. Not just like people from the virus. I mean, just people were dying from like random reasons. Like, like my grandma died. Mm. But like, yeah. Also, people that mm-hmm. like I knew of had died, like re- and yeah, really yeah. suspicious circumstances, really bizarre. God, yeah. And me and my friends are like, yeah, it feels like they're like just killing mm-hmm. off too many people. Like twenty twenty is weird, and like, like that was that was when Bushfires are being mm-hmm, Kobe, mm-hmm. like that was all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, and now it really is like the first five minutes of a disaster movie. It is it's like the first five minutes of Contagion, which I watched last night. Do not watch Contagion. No, I won't. Like, do not watch it's it. It's so bizarre because if you need, even if, like, it's <clears throat> happening so fast because I went to work on Tuesday mm-hmm. and we were kind of, like, my coworker just came back from Japan yeah. so we were laughing about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, yeah, my the mates I went with can't go to work for two weeks. We're like, haha, that's so ex- extreme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then my boss was like, nah, tomorrow he can't come in. He's quarantined for two weeks. Because it literally moved that mm-hmm. fast from Tuesday to Wednesday that it was, like, irresponsible to have someone who had been yeah, overseas. Yeah come into work no it is potentially touch 700 coffees or whatever we do a day and i was like true yeah well like working in customer service is probably the best way to spread or get coronavirus exactly exactly and especially in hospital if you're doing coffees and stuff anyway like yeah or you're touching money you're touching the credit card you're touching the thing you're touching the book in my case yeah so much it's not good not good um, but I mean, we say this all now. I mean, we'll probably release this pretty quick, but yeah. it might not even be relevant tomorrow yeah, or yeah. tonight. Like, who knows? I know, I know. Like, what if the government like had a shutdown yeah. tonight? The pace of the apocalypse. Yeah, I know. it's like it's, it's ex- exponential. Yeah, I, I definitely need to go to market after this. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> if we get shut down tonight, I'm everyone's experiencing. What do I, have in the I don't have like anything. Well, I have like a lot of like stuff that I don't yeah. want. It's so weird. Like the pace, it's changed. Like my housemate Kate. Um, friend of the pod, often featured. Um, she yesterday she went to work and she was feeling calm, and she was like, "Yeah, I was actually busier than normal. No yeah, worries." Actually, I ran into her on the tram. We we're chatting. Yeah, about really. <laughs> we actually were. We were just like, "What is yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going on?" Sorry. And then today she messaged me and she was like, "The queue outside Audi is like a hundred people long. No one's at my work." And I was like, "Great." Oh, so she went to <laughs> the work. apocalypse is happening. Okay, it is. <sighs> this is it. I mean, I don't know how long much more we, what else yeah. we can say. Just like we, we, we're mm-hmm. like, we say, like, we want to support, like, whoever's struggling mentally and physically, but also, like, economically. Like, it sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's such a stupid term, but, like, it does. It's mm. awful. Um, it's crazy that things are so out of our control yeah. that, like, honestly, like, it's hard right now. Like, I think it's just important to, like, and this is a, like, Maybe, like, I am 
like saying something that I myself probably has haven't done, which is like just very gross to listen to and hypocritical, but like be as vigilant as you can stay at home if you feel sick, obviously, but like that's like in direct conflict with like survival, a different kind of survival for most people. Exactly. Like there's, there's the comfort of just staying home. Like Mm. that's kind of an easy decision. Yeah. But the extremity of like not being able to pay rent, not being able to afford groceries, not being able to do all that, Mm -hmm. like that's not an easy decision. No. Or like a decision you're even, it's like bestowed upon you. Like, Mm -hmm. and also, yeah, it's just interesting how the, the crisis has really laid bare the like really inherent strong structural issues with um, c- capitalism. Yeah, for sure. Also, Peter Dutton getting it. Oh yeah, I mean, Ooh. I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, like, and then like Ivanka was working from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because of that. Someone on Twitter was like trying really hard not to think about all the times Peter Dutton refused urgent medical care to. I know. Asylum seekers. Or I know. Like he like Well, he's fine. He's fine. But he locked all these people coming back from China on Christmas Island, none yeah. of whom had coronavirus, and then went to the hotspot, the US, without a care, came back, shook hands with everyone. Here he is, spreading it in them in the community. Yeah, it's extreme. Like, but I mean, once again, it's not discriminant. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just, like I'm surprised. Like, well, everyone was like shocked when Tom mm-hmm. got it. And I was like, not really, yeah. because... I mean, surprising because uh-huh. he would have, like, probably the greatest level of hygiene just purely because he's upper class. Like, yeah. he's not in the slums of Gold Coast. He's, like, in... <laughs> the like, slums of the Gold Coast. But you know what I mean? The famous slums of the Gold Coast. He would be... Gold Coast. <laughs> he would be in, like, private rooms, mm. private cars, private everything. Yeah. And he's still got yeah. it, you know? So but it's, like, it's also a lot of people have said, um, why are so many famous, wealthy, like politically uh, elite people getting coronavirus, like Justin Trudeau's wife, Spanish President's president's wife, wife, Peter Dutton, that guy from Brazil that met Trump. Um, And it's because they have the reason, not because they're more likely to get it, but because they have the resources to get tested that most people don't have. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a huge shortage now of Mm. test kits. (laughs) Great. Like, there's not enough. And it takes two to three days to get the results back oh god and also like yeah it's mm. it's insane and i mean i don't know how much longer we should talk about it <laughs> sorry it's a bit of a downer well we i was thinking this is actually a good segue from metaphoric so sorry from physical mm-hmm. actual counseling to metaphorical oh we're talking about cancel culture today yeah <laughs> or are we just doing coronavirus <laughs> no no let's talk about say. cancel culture let's yeah. last thing on covid19 uh I was doing some reading and on the conversation and because in I was in a tube this week and we were thinking about like <laughs> of course this is like the most like post-structural gender tute question how is coronavirus gendered was the question mm. and <laughs> I started like cracking up because mm, I was like, okay. like I think that's just okay I hate I don't want to I'm gonna play devil's advocate uh, yeah, because I'm obviously I'm an this. academic and like I love you're are you an academic no, do you have oh, a PhD oh my god <laughs> Yeah, I'm go, not go, say go. It. No, no go. Shut down. <laughs> no, go. Sorry, I was being a bitch, go. Yeah, you were being mean. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not going but like I'm in yeah. that world and yeah, I yeah. enjoy it and I love critiquing, but like, is yeah. there time right now to be critiquing gender and coronavirus when like yeah. somebody, people are dying and you can't pay your rent and you, you're yeah, yeah. below the poverty line? Like, is that actually conducive to anyone yeah. right now? That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, yeah. we're all sitting in this room talking about how it's coronavirus gendered. 
Um, yeah, and it's like, and it's like, <laughs> oh, but all these people are, are dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, cool. Death doesn't. Death isn't really. I mean, death is gendered, but it's yeah. not gendered in the terms of like, the way we see it. I was like scoffing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not like, oh my god, I'm a woman, yeah. so I'm. I'm yeah, I'm not looking forward to the like all the headlines that are like what I learned about vulnerability. There's a tweet about this, what I learned about vulnerability in quarantine. Yeah, and there was actually a really funny thing on um, R.O.P. Anna Nicole Smith's Insta. You keep talking. Um, I'll read the quote out. But the one thing that is like pertinent and meaningful (laughs) when you do look at (laughs) COVID-19 through a gendered thingy is that um, domestic violence rates often spike during yeah. times of disaster, stress during times of disaster. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, of course yeah. they do because you're panicked and you're more at home. But, like, you know, domestic you're... violence increases mm-hmm. when there's a new ad giving people resources. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, and, because and, yeah. men that see get really angry, really annoyed. fearful that their wife has now got another leave. outlet to report them or do oh. have resources. So I'm just saying, mm. like, yeah, like, obviously. And, yeah, and it increases like, after, like, hugely after sports games. Yeah, exactly. Whether they win or lose. So, like, that's what I mean. Team. Like, of course mm-hmm. it's going to have a huge impact. But, like, because, like, even, like, the, the most, like, mundane things you yeah, think yeah. about in everyday mm-hmm. life. Cause Everything's heightened. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's, yeah. Oh, here's the the tweet that was like, we're two weeks out from academics writing, queering the quarantine towards radical <laughs> forms of queer isolation. Oh, Don't take, does that just like, yeah. that just like takes me to uh, somewhere dark. I hate, I hate, I love academia. I fucking hate academia. It's so embarrassing. But it's so, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway. We were into it. We get into well, it. Yeah. Um, it. Okay. So we're going to, this, Sorry. If this is kind of a heavy episode, yeah. Trying hard to week will be fun. (laughs) Trying hard to turn on the charisma, but the pandemic is really it's real. It's holding me back. That's a good way to be. What do you mean? Well, to be somber about it and to be serious. I think it's important, but I also think levity is always important at all times. Really high highs and really low lows. (laughs) No middle ground. Boom, boom, boom. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So this, I mean, okay. This is what we tried to record. Maybe. Twice, we've like mm-hmm. maybe a month ago and twice in between. And like, we've actually recorded this episode before. Um, there was a high pitched screech through the whole <laughs> thing that was almost deafening. It was awful. It was like, it killed me. Instantly. Yeah, it was like, it was just painful to like listen <laughs> to my ears. Yeah, anyway, uh, so that's been our technical issues. Yeah. But we really want to do this episode justice. Mm-hmm. So we really want to do this episode because it's something that we think is really prohibiting the left or yeah. progressive politics from actually achieving meaningful goals. I agree. So we've so we've tried to record this a few times where we want to talk about cancel, cancel culture. culture and its discontents. And the formerly called <laughs> call-out culture, which Bella and mm-hmm. I are like, what? We've never heard that. Um, Legit. Well, yeah. Well, I guess we just get started. I actually Googled some mm. celebrities that have been cancelled. James yeah. Charles, Michael Jackson, R. Mm-hmm. Kelly, Harvey Weinstein, Taylor Swift, Lana Dunham, XXX, Tentacion, yeah. Chris Brown, George Powell, mm-hmm. Carolyn Flack. Carolyn Flack, who died? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were like, question, who I was died? Like, who? <laughs> yeah, who? <laughs> no, and like the biggest mm. thing is obviously they range in severity. And I think the biggest, like, disclaimer we want to say is like, we don't think that everyone that's cancelled has done the exact same deed and it requires the same level yeah. of um, attention because. Yeah, I mean... There's a huge difference between mm. George Pell and... <laughs> Caroline Flack. Lena Dunham. Caroline yeah. Flack. 
Yeah, and I guess the Taylor fundamental Swift. problem with call out Ca- culture, call out culture is like culture. most There's one things, sentence yeah. for every crime. For every crime, like most <laughs> things that exist Dead. in like most kind of cultural functions of neoliberalism, it's a uh, um, formula that lacks nuance, lacks forgiveness, and lacks, like in my opinion, humanity. Any kind of empath- empathetic, yeah, and humanity. I think the the whole issue is like okay so abstraction mm. meaning that it so like with I will link this video contrapoints on YouTube it's cancel culture yeah extremely extremely good content online just in terms of like video essays mm. that are entertaining but also really really critical. she's amazing and she's really rigorous as extremely, well and logical yeah. um so I would recommend everyone watching this even if you like have no interest in cancer culture because you will get interested after yeah. listening to this we're watching this anyway mm-hmm. one of the tropes she brings up is abstraction and it's this idea that you replace complex details with a simple claim yeah which I think also can be mm-hmm. traced to also like replacing it complex situations with like a, like a with a with a response that's the same level as like to, like whether whether regardless of what action is, has been done you know what i yeah. mean so like we can't like oh cancelled this person's cancelled they yeah. we talked about used a racist slur yeah. 10 years ago in yeah. a tweet Versus someone who's, like, systemically mm-hmm. abusing children, Yeah, you know? And we talked about this in relation to James Charles. So the kind of yes. claim goes from an accusation of Tati West, Westbrook. Westbrook says in a video. <laughs> Sorry, it's just stupid <laughs> to be talking about this. No, but She like says, um, but it's a good, uh, I guess, like, way to illustrate it. James Charles uh, tricked straight men into thinking they were gay. That was the yeah. claim. Or attempted to. Attempted to. And then I think that's a big thing. He attempted yeah. to. Yeah. Um, when really, mm-hmm. or like sexually propositioned men that weren't. Yeah. And then <laughs> that gets turned into abstraction. James gets, Charles yeah, did something that is predatory so that then yeah. gets turned into essentialism, which is where you go from critiquing a person's actions to critiquing their the person. the person they are and making and the thing with cancel culture is that mm. it's always like seems to go to someone's essence. It's like yeah. at their very core this person is evil for this kind of like usually yeah. Ben, benign yeah. thing. But at what point do you think you can like I'm just going to play the devil here. But at what point do you think, yeah, you can actually, someone's actions actually does reflect their core? Well, I think that depends Never? on each person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And yeah, to yeah. be honest, I don't want to reveal where that line is. Well, we can't. I don't want to out my like, morals. No, but you my can't, I don't line. think. I think that's like extremely. Yeah. Ext- like, it's case by case. Exactly. And Which it's is why cancel culture doesn't work because it's a formula where everything is the same yeah. thing. Yeah, everything's black when there's so much grey. So true. So true. I know. Um, E.L. James, <laughs> Fifty Shades, she called it. But I mean, like, my biggest thing. So, recently I've been watching, I haven't even been watching, like, powering through this extremely gruelling documentary on Netflix. You've probably seen it. Not you. I just asked <laughs> you about um, the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Mm. And pretty much it just sort of, like, documents the abuse and the death and then the trial mm-hmm. of this young eight-year-old boy who pretty much is abused sexually in every way by his parents. He was locked in a cupboard. He's fed cat food. All his bones are broken over a series of time. He's shot with BB guns. He has cuts all over mm-hmm. him, burns all over him, mm-hmm. lacerations all over mm-hmm. him. He's made to sit and sleep in a cupboard with a sock in his mouth. Like this goes on for seven months and he ends up dying oh because he gets beaten to death and the parents pretend he fell off his bike and like, Right. It goes on for a very mm-hmm. long time. Okay. Anyway, the biggest thing is that, like, mm. the, so the district attorney is like, right, well, mm-hmm. we're going to trial 
like obviously the parents mm-hmm. who did this to him, well, mm-hmm. his mum and his stepdad or his mum's boyfriend. Right. But then she actually trials the four social workers that were assigned to the case over numerous times that failed to that didn't intervene. intervene. Yeah, right. right. So this is what made me really think about it. So mm-hmm. the two parents, they were going to be trialed together, but they got separated because his mother pleaded that yeah. she had a mental disability, hence mm-hmm. they got a separate trial. The, yeah. the boyfriend... Pretty much pleaded not – well, he mm-hmm. pleaded not guilty, but yep. – so he's now on death row, okay? okay? He got the death sentence. Right. And then his his mother is now in mm-hmm. prison for life but didn't get the death sentence purely okay. because of her, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the whole – and then so the whole case is that mm-hmm. these four social workers also tried to dismiss the claim or, like, not go to, not go to trial because they were, like – there's like they don't think there was enough grounds to be convicted and right. or, or like whether the action to do the action of doing nothing or the action whether it was like the system mm-hmm. whether it was the individuals or whether like mm-hmm. blah 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 anyway right. this had me thinking a lot because i was like wow having someone on death's row mm-hmm. is an extremely like that's such a rare mm-hmm. um it's a very rare sort of outcome and i was thinking about it and i'm like that would be mm-hmm. someone I was like, I was just so distressed and upset through this whole yeah. documentary that I'm like, to me, I'm like, he's like that dad, that stepfather who beat this boy. He should be on death row. Well, no, he's rotten to the core. Like his yeah, actions yeah. reflect his, his, yeah, I agree. But then what's interesting mm-hmm. is that all the social workers were like, when we spoke to him, he yeah. was an upstanding citizen. Mm-hmm. He was a great guy. He was really friendly and yeah, cooperative. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, that's complicated but that's what i mean this is the gray yeah. area and i'm not saying but most of life is we shouldn't cancel Izagaro because no yeah. he was an extremely mm-hmm. extremely extremely like horrible horrible person i yeah. do think his actions reflect the person inside he was because mm-hmm. it also was like hate crime because he would make gabriel dress up as a girl because he had feminine qualities and right. would like call him gay and like continually oh berate him for that as well but so everyone's like it's a hate crime yeah so obviously i think if you're doing like hate crime as well i don't think but that's also like just that level of violence and yeah torture exactly is probably the most horrific thing about that i mean mm. and like when <clears throat> yeah it just makes me think about that like mm-hmm. a huge complexity of like when someone's actions cross over to mm-hmm. who they are and when uh, when as we as a society do we look at something and be like they're like put someone on death row, they they're, they're non redeemable. Yeah, I mean that. Li- I don't think anyone is non redeemable. I don't think so either. But I also think though that is like m- obviously like heinous, morally mm. reprehensible. Yeah. You can't really come back from that. No, <laughs> like that person well, deserves to be separated yeah, from exactly. society completely. But then it's like hard because I um, am like an abolitionist. I don't believe in prison, and I believe in like. Uh, rehabilitation, uh, rehabilitation. Mm. but my my grounding for that is that most crimes aren't morally heinous they're mm. like a result of of poverty yeah. which is what they were saying about his yeah. mother his mother was mm-hmm. like started taking meth at nine Shit. she was gang right. raped multiple times yeah she so had he's like a traumatized lot of mental- yeah it's a yeah. cycle of abuse yeah yeah definitely and i'm not saying mm. Because, like, that means you're mm-hmm. predetermined to then be abusive yourself. No, yeah. no, no. But not he at all. was. It's and that's like that's what I think is so so difficult about this. It's impossible. But the, the what's interesting is like the that situation where mm. a, a child is the person a child that was the the kid. Yeah, he was eight. He was see that that you. I'm like fuck that. Like that. 
is unforgivable. Yeah. yeah, there's a part of me, the theoretical part of me goes, oh, like everyone should be forgiven, yeah, everyone yeah, should be but, rehabilitated. But the emotional yeah. part of me says that's unforgivable. Exactly. Yeah. That guy should be like cast out of society, like put him on death row, even though I don't believe in that. You yeah. Know? It's hard because you're emo- yeah. like, and that's the thing about mm-hmm in the judge being a judge like the, all the bias yeah. that you get put through mm-hmm. but I was really into the judge goes like I hope that like yeah. you are tortured oh my god by like the thoughts of what you did to that boy for yeah. the rest of your life and I'm like wow that is a huge thing for a judge to for say a judge like to say. but everyone mm-hmm. was so emotionally affected by this case yeah. because it, it just kind of was like mm-hmm. wow like as humanity what do we do when there's like the worst form of evil in like yeah the scale of human like human mm-hmm. existence or human emotion human circumstance yeah. So at like a what point like yeah because like there also was a line that was mm-hmm. like um, what you did it was animalistic to this child but also even an animal would have more motherly and like wow. instincts than what you than what you did and like okay I don't think that means oh, it's so hard because I'm like maybe like obviously things have gone in development they've gone something awry in like maybe in their kids yeah oh, for sure like it's just it baffles me but then also I'm like you how do you compare that with like, where do you draw the line of, like... So, like, another case that's been mm. brought to light, obviously, Harvey Weinstein. Like, that is something really interesting. Yeah. He's 23 years. Mm-hmm. He's going to be death... In, he's going to die in prison. Yeah, okay. for sure. And, like, obviously, I think there's a case when someone does it, like, X amount of times. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, surely that... Just, like, statistically, that reflects who they are more than... Yeah, he obviously should be separate. He's, like... Abusive, he's a abusive danger power. to society. Yeah. And he also shouldn't he's be abusive power. Yeah, he shouldn't be mingling in society because he's like traumatized all these women. But I think what's interesting mm. is like cancel culture rarely deals with these kind of morally reprehensible cases because the kind of people that pr- practice cancel culture don't have the moral backbone or moral complexity to talk about these cases exactly. instead it's like yeah. this incredibly low stakes political theater like a lot oh, of it is it's not yeah. like you actually are on trial mm-hmm. for something xyz you murdered someone no yeah. it's like very mm-hmm. f- like varying levels of social accidents yes. yeah social accidents. just okay i'm not saying mm-hmm. assault sexual abuse is an accident but i'm just saying like things that happen online like obviously we want to address it like we're not sympathizing here with abusers <laughs> but we're just saying like important to clear that yeah up. obviously <laughs> there is different varying like there's it the, the, like political spectrum right now or the political minefield is so hard to not accidentally say something problematic yeah. and most leftists like I reckon. Yeah, the issue is this moral high ground that Mm -hmm. people take that do the cancelling, but also it's like the presumption of guilt. So it's like I know we're meant to like Mm -hmm. believe the victims and I solely support that. Yeah. But like the way that cancel culture has been weaponized, like to just use – to accuse people – not even accuse, it's just like like, demand that they're guilty. Yeah. It's extremely – like, it just doesn't lead a way mm-hmm. for people to actually make mistakes and come forward from it. And I think that's really interesting in, like, the today's political climate is, like, we need mm-hmm. politicians like Scott Morrison to be like, okay, I made a mistake with the bush, how yeah, I yeah. react to the bushfires. This is mm-hmm. what I'm going to do now with the yeah. coronavirus. Because mm-hmm. I think then you would feel, like, I just think the problem is with it, there's no backtracking. Poli- yeah. Politicians just keep going forward and forward, mm-hmm. even if they're fucked up majorly. Yeah. Because they can't actually come forward and be like, I've made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And in regards to cancel culture what you were saying about 
cancel culture and the way it like tries to control kind of small minutiae online. I mean, yeah. I was watching a Zizek video that will link Slavov, Slavov, Zizek. He's like a Marxist um, yeah. intellectual, like very, very big and well adored within the kind of leftist uh, circles. He argues that instead of resolving large structural um, uncertainties, he says political correctness, and I would um, include cancel culture, especially when we're talking about uh, things people say online in yeah. regard, like as opposed to their kind of actions, mm. um, is one patronizing, which I agree with, and two a desperate reaction. He says they, meaning online leftists cannot solve the real problem of structural inequality and so they start controlling the way we speak. Yeah, and it's pseudomorality, yeah. which is trope. Which is another trope. Of, of ContraPoints video, which is so true. Mm-hmm. It's like we all want to have this immoral, I mean, we talk moral about elevation. This. this is our, <laughs> la- this yeah. is our thing, but moral ambiguity. It's like mm-hmm. everyone wants to think that like. But leftists don't have moral ambiguity. They always have to be right. righteous. Righteous. And it's like be- me, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So you say something that may yeah. be slightly <laughs> problematic. Yeah. And, like, immediately you're, mm-hmm. like, cancelled for that. And I yeah. don't think that's right because, like, mm-hmm. you need to unpack things, think about things more, have that, have a critical, under, like, yeah. unpack of things. Otherwise, once you start boxing things in mm-hmm. without even a second thought, yeah, the world becomes such, so much more, like, sorry, you're doing that eye thing again. Really? The switch? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I was doing it today because I was in this induction thing and everyone was looking at me like, what the f- what's going on with her? <laughs> I love it. That looks I was, like, like introducing myself and everyone was like, um, <laughs> yeah, but it's I also think so. Like, actually, I've come. I'm mm-hmm. glad I'm, we're recording this now because I think I've done a lot of thinking about You've it from when we, <laughs> <laughs> I've reached my final form mm-hmm. on this. No, I haven't. Yeah, um, it's because like I think so. Like, mm-hmm. I would. All, I came. I was not like. Out of Bella and I, I yeah. was more the one to cancel than Bella was. Mm-hmm. You're, I don't like because we have a very op- you and I have a very open relationship. We have an open relationship, but we have differing. I would say no, political but yeah, views. exactly. But I mean, we're so open. Like you yeah. could say anything to me, mm-hmm. and I would not. Yeah, yeah. It would not change mm-hmm. my perspective of you. Yeah, because sure. I adore you, and I think you're the, so <laughs> intelligent and interesting. You know what I mean, though. I <laughs> Love never you too, like, But you would, if you said to me, "I think that we should kill all the Asians," I'd be like, "Okay, so why do you think that?" Like, I would never be like. <laughs> really? Well, I probably would be confused, but you know what <laughs> I mean. Like, um, but you could have any opinion you wanted to me because yeah. I don't think I would never like. And I want to approach that. Yeah, we have uh, an open discussion. Yeah, and I want to approach all my relationships mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. But then I was thinking about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I am probably the one more to cancel, and like something happened in my personal life that yeah. made me want to cancel someone mm-hmm. in to me. Yeah. And then I realized I'm like, and like a lot of people came to mm-hmm. me like, oh, but you don't believe in cancel culture, and you're kind of canceling this person. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I thought about it at the mm-hmm. time. I felt extremely guilty. I was like, oh my god, true. I'm canceling them. Like yeah. I'm not even. I can't mm-hmm. even practice what I preach. Like blah blah yeah, blah yeah, blah. Yeah. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, no. There's a difference between canceling mm-hmm. someone for doing something minor online, or just like making sure that you're protecting yourself from harm yeah. in the future. Because mm-hmm. when I was thinking about it today, yeah. I was like, oh, we're canceling public mm-hmm. events because we want to yeah, ensure yeah. that uh-huh. people's safety. You want to ensure your yeah, own yeah, safety yeah, yeah, by yeah. not doing things by yeah. kind of like not mm-hmm. canceling, but by like just kind of like distancing yourself from yeah. a person mm-hmm. that has caused you harm. Um, but that's yeah, that's a normal function of exactly. human relationships. And that I think that's also like precedes cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like it's nothing. To, I don't think mm-hmm. it's cancel culture. I think it's just self-preservation yeah. and knowing when. Mm-hmm. 
what you're worth and like knowing yeah. what you're mm-hmm. like i hate to say this but like you might not have long on this life like you know what i mean yeah. and i i had that mentality too like mm-hmm. you know who knows in this life like you know you shouldn't hold a grudge etc yeah, like, yeah. but then also i'm like nah but like you get to choose who you surround yourself with mm-hmm. what kind of outcomes yeah, yeah. you create for yourself like if you don't want to just spend time with someone yeah that's your own decision you can cut yeah. toxic people out of your life and i don't think that's cancelling them i yeah. think that's just like you navigating yeah, yeah. your life yeah if someone as long makes you not going out yeah, and yeah. like blackmailing them, and being or, like, like, get this person <laughs> off the internet, <laughs> and, like, they are toxic. <laughs> yeah, no, and yeah, I feel like fast. that's such a difference, and that's why. I mean, there's a lot of issues mm-hmm. with me too, but I'm like, it's so hard because I'm like, there's a difference between cancelling Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, and Aziz Ansari, you know, yeah, and Chris Brown, yeah. There's like a like they're not all the same level of toxicity, yeah, and like obviously there's a huge difference between. I don't know, like, everyone's like, that New York artist that Mm. was, like, recently exposed, what did he, and he was, like, taking nude portraits of, no, nude pictures of women. Was he on Red Did they talk about him on Red Yeah, they probably did, but also it came up on my Facebook a few times, just, Mm. like, this New York artist, and everyone was like, all his artworks need to be taken down, etc. And I'm like, okay, I get that, because the other day, Mm -hmm. um, so Michael Jackson started playing on at work, and I just immediately went and changed it. smart. But I'm just thinking about it and I'm like, if you, like, that's not really how it, society works. Like, yeah. if someone does something wrong, you can't just, like, remove all, like, you no. can't just eradicate them from yeah. society. Like, that's not really how it works. And do you think... It's passive aggressive power for would, people that are allergic to real power, i.e. leftists who yeah, are but allergic do you think to real that, power. But what about, like, if I was like, oh, I still love XXX, Sid, Tentacion. I wouldn't really care. Yeah, if you said that, well, I mean, it wouldn't. I don't think I would care either. Yeah. But also, then also, like, it would be something like a red flag to me if, like, someone was like, "Oh my god, you'll love this!" Like, I, I can't. Yeah. I love this artist, but like, it's because I don't. If I didn't know them, I would probably yeah. question it. But because it's I know all, you, and yeah. you know me, I'm not that phase. It's all. I think it's about like taking people's morality as it is, which is complex. Like, mm. I think, I think of morality in quite um, old-fashioned terms. In that, like. I value compassion and sacrifice and mm. empathy and treating people as human, mm. but I don't really like, I think the, the behavior of um, people who are so obsessed with cancel culture is actually in a lot of ways, mo- I know this sounds harsh, but like morally reprehensible because yeah. it's mob justice, it lacks forgiveness, it's sadistic, power it's, sadistic <laughs> it's passive aggressive and it comes from a place of like pseudo moralism. Also, the aesthetics of cancel culture are so embarrassing. There's, like, all these... You know how when you see, like, a super lib femme online and they always use, like, all of these... It, it feels so, like, um, ingenuine because they use all of these full stops. They're like, this will not stand, full stop. This yeah. will not go on. We, and they're talking about, like, one, like, comment Chris Rock made, like, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like there are bigger issues happening. I know. Yeah, and I think also I wanted to mm-hmm. say there's this whole other culture that like people going like, oh, things are too PC. Yeah, yeah. Like male comedians be like, oh, this like mm-hmm. too PC. Like I'm being cancelled for nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like blah 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 blah. No, blah. that's not us. That's not us either. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, there is actually something to be said for holding people accountable. Yeah. There actually is. And yeah. like that doesn't mean cancelling them, but it means being like, hey, mm-hmm. you probably shouldn't use that <laughs> word. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's what yeah. I actually think about the Red Scare Girls mm-hmm. using retarded all the time i know you don't yeah. have much of a problem with it no, but i really. do because i'm like mm-hmm. words have power and it's just so lazy not to use another word when you've not got to use but i think they do that to try and like subvert like because they're transgressive and i'm like some this is probably another thing we differ on yeah. i'm like 
a per- like I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle, who has been I'm pretty sure he's been cancelled. <laughs> who was so it? like um his comedy is like really like goes against cancel culture and kind of calls people out mm. and it's and I think he's incredibly talented. Mm. Um and I oh shit, I fully lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, I um <laughs> I like, don't know what to do. I like uh really value that which is transgressive and subversive. And yeah. I think cancel culture is so obsessed with like what and I don't mean that in like say every offensive thing that you mm. want because like obviously not. I don't like <laughs> condone um mm. hate crime, but um, I think cancel culture because it's obsessed with metrics and everything being permissible. It like really eradicates that kind of thing. Mm. Like I'm, and I feel like like transgression has played such a big part in like the like queer community, especially in the past. Mm. Whereas now everything, nothing can be taboo. Everything has to be communicated and like set within metrics. I know that's a controversial thing to say. I don't know what cancel you mean by me that, if you though. want haters set, set in metrics. Like, everything has to be permissible and communicated and outlined and, like, within these metrics of, like, what you can say, what you can't say. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that in a, from a perspective of, like, mm. right-wing paranoia, like, <laughs> when racists are like, I can't say, you know, all this yeah. shit anymore. Okay, that's where I'm thinking that but you're like, coming from. But, like, when I listen to Red Scare and they say something like, that's, like, so, and for me especially, it's about people saying, like, like, and this is especially with Red Scare, saying things about, like, if you say something as a woman that's kind of misogynistic, mm. as I am want to do, that's not, for me, usually that's a joke, <laughs> you know, mm. that's ironic. But I would never say something about a different minority. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly, that's what I mean. Like, I find yeah. that just bec- because mm. they are white women... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upper class. Mm-hmm. No, what? no, they bo- they both come from like not poverty, but like financial but, precarity. Yeah, exactly. But mm. I would still call that upper class. They're not no not upper, they, middle I think, class. I, I think call this that middle is class. They are in the top ten percent of the pop, the whole world in terms of wealth. I know, I know, but I think in terms of like these distinctions, when someone comes from like financial precarity, it's like easy to be like, oh no, 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 they've always been wealthy. They come from this and but like it's important to like make that distinction. They've experienced true like financial precarity in the past. Yeah, but it's like mean but fa- that they can use their voice to mm. just like ostracize or to like use the word retarded when that word mm. is a social like for people who actually do have mental disabilities, it's extremely debilitating and like that word actually changes their acceptability in society and changes like the way we perceive them yeah no actually it's a barrier to them for opportunity and i'm like if they could they it's just lazy like they could just use another word yeah do you know what i mean yeah no i see where you're coming from but also i do get what you're saying and i do think there is something to be able to use language that actually yeah is transgressive and actually means that like we're not actually going to give power to the oppressors we're actually going to use it in ourselves in our own terms yeah yeah. exactly i mean the it would be different yeah. if they were people of colour, I just want to say. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I would almost be more lenient to them using certain language if they were people of colour and actually... Yeah. Just purely because the terminology that... I don't know, I just... I mean, I've just really been reading mm. that book um, by Ruby Hamid. Um, yeah. White. White. Tears. tears brown 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 <laughs> I Wait, sorry, like, can we take a break? I really need to pee. Yeah, we, can, <laughs> we can pause. <laughs> um, anyway, so I've been re- reading... 
still reading White Tears, mm. Red Scar, Brown Scars, Brown yeah. Scars, White Tears by Ruby Hammond. And, like, it's mm-hmm. really interesting to look about, like, how when pe- women of colour call out other white women, how, like, white women then react and, like... Cry. Cry, but yeah. also take it, like, see it as a personal attack mm. and, like, defend... And, like, I think that's just a really interesting distinction about, like, when white women get cancelled or, like, people of colour call them out. Yeah. And, like, they respond. their response is always to, like, victimise themselves mm-hmm. and, like, bl- put blame on the other yeah. women of colour when they should. Yeah, it's just a really interesting yeah. distinction. I think that I don't want to dismiss that in, when I'm t- dismissing cancel culture. Yeah. I don't want to say, like, that if you're a person mm-hmm. of colour and that you, if you feel like people in your life or, like, women even in your life are doing things to harm you, out of like racial, um, I don't know, maybe just racial, yeah. even like racial insensitivity. Mm-hmm. I think definitely say something. That's not cancelling someone. That's just yeah. No, I agree. Calling out. <laughs> I think being like yeah. Hey, and like I'm not saying you should cancel <laughs> them. I'm just saying just talk to them about it. And like even if they react, and they do yeah, pres- like they aren't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just yeah. I think um, white women. <laughs> I am. I'm a white woman. <laughs> Like, my experience of white liberal feminists is that they're definitely, like, in the business of victimhood, usually. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not being like, yeah. oh, me too, blah, 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 victims. Like, no, if you yeah. need to have your moment mm-hmm. in the in, the s- in, in court, <laughs> do it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, think, yeah, it's, there's mm. more complexities about being a victim and, yeah, yeah. using a minority, but also using a minority status to cloak another bigger issue, yeah. which is something I think women do a lot. They're like, oh, my God, I got called out for this. Mm-hmm. Sexism is blah, 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 blah. And I'm yeah. like, mm, there's other, there's more. For sure. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I've heard a critique that, like, um, on Red Skin, <laughs> that, like, white women are, like, getting annoyed or, like, up in arms about uh cat calling is actually like thinly veiled classism or thinly veiled racism really because like statistically like the people more likely to cat call are like x y and z uh lower class people of color that's what i've had on the streets I'm trying to think when like i haven't been cat called in a long time <laughs> i was cat called yesterday oh was it a lower class person of color? <laughs> um i don't know do you think it's a cultural thing too, though? And it's a cultural thing as well. It's yeah. complicated. It's very complicated. I think, like, cackling's bad, obviously, yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, there are bigger issues, oh, in my opinion. This, person, this man of colour, yes, from the lower class yesterday, yeah. I was sitting next to him on the tram. He's, mm-hmm. like, asking me all these questions about, like, where I live, what mm-hmm. nationality I was, like, extremely, Random. I was extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and, like, when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, hmm. I was uncomfortable not because he was of a lower caste or because he was a person of colour. Yeah. Like, I was like, just fucking uncomfortable. It's like they're always <laughs> cultural. Nothing is, like... Devoid of cultural Yeah, devoid of cultural... Circumstance. Like, it's just, like, yeah, catcalling is a big one, I think. Yeah. I just haven't catcalled in a while, so I can't yeah. even recall. <laughs> can't recall. Statistic. <laughs> the makeup. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, whatever. sorry. Um, goodbye, cancel culture. I think we've said enough. Yeah. So well, I just... Happy. As a preface, like, yeah, we mm-hmm. don't sympathise the victims... I mean, we don't. Sympath- <laughs> we do, do not. Sympath- sympathize. We do sympathize yeah. victims and like sexual assault. We just want to make disclaimer that sexual assault, physical assault, mm-hmm. any kind of like oppressive wrongdoing systemically, yeah, that even sucks. on a one-off, sucks. And Sorry, we're not guys. saying don't call out people for that. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh my god, this bitch said no to a straw, but she ate fish last Thursday, <laughs> counsel her. I'm just like, everyone yeah. has their own battles. Yeah, okay? that was me that did that. <laughs>
I had fish. I said and I would. Oh, I was like, I was like, I wasn't actually pointing the finger. Did you say no to a straw and eat fish last Thursday? Sounds like something I would do. Um, but yeah, that's just all I want to say. And like, if you're, if you yeah. are, do feel like you need, like, we, mm-hmm. I want to say I support you with whatever. If you need, if you have been like, yeah, attacked. If you have mm-hmm. been oppressed. If you have been hurt. Like, don't think that I'm. We're dismissing that. Like, we're definitely not. And like, if you need to cut someone from your life, if you need to talk to someone about something, if you need to actually speak your truth, like, do it because I think that's the only way we can actually make a difference and change that. Like. Not cancelling people, but actually having constructive conversations about it. It's, like, super important. Mm, yeah. And also, I feel like to end, there's this really good line that I think really encapsulates cancel culture in a Zadie Smith short story. Encapsulates. That I'll um, link, send, send to Anna to link, um, which is, like, there is an urge to be good, <laughs> to be seen, to be good, to be seen. And I think that, like, really... Uh, mm. It does because like the politics of cancel culture. Yeah. What do you want to be seen for though? To be good. That's what. I know. That's what I mean. Like it's so interesting though. Like Mm -hmm. some people just want to be seen. Yeah, exactly. Not even to be good. They just just want to be be seen. seen. Yeah, and like that's so interesting to me. Anyway, that's on another tangent. It's time for the favorite segment of the week. (laughs) Our only segment of the week. Clits of the week. We also want to do do shits of the week, but like I find that really hard. I think the shit of the week would be um, (laughs) coronavirus. Yeah, I'm just gonna call it. (laughs) (laughs) I was almost gonna say I saw this funny as TikTok. It was. They just videoed, like, it was, like, the Portuguese yeah. news or something. And one of the anchors was, like, pretending to interview coronavirus. So, it had someone dressed <laughs> up as a massive gem. It was in... It was, in, um, was it Portugal? Oh, no. It was somewhere else. Or was maybe it, it was no. Portugal. Yeah. It was so funny. That. And I was just, like, iconic. Cancelled. Because, <laughs> like, who the fuck is dressing up as a gem? That's so funny. No, That's I actually, coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> I actually want to... Shit, some of the people wearing those masks for no reason because they actually don't help. <laughs> really? I was going to buy one. Just kidding. No, but I don't think they... They just don't like even professionals are like they don't, don't help them. because it means that you're like actually putting a, a drain on um medical resources yeah <laughs> that probably Whoops. actually need them whoopsie daisies anyway clips of the week let's go you go me yeah oh, what, what are you um actually really there's a book i want to read for mm. next our next episode which is going to be yeah. on dating culture um <laughs> yeah it is um it's called attached but i haven't got it yet so that's what right. i'm gonna be reading next i'm uh-huh. excited because i want to do something romantical yeah um, but <laughs> Hot. um what am i reading well as i said before i'm reading brown scars mm-hmm. brown scars white tears white tears, brown scars um yep. I saw actually on the weekend. I saw Invisible Woman, an yeah. Invisible Man with Elizabeth mm-hmm. Moss. Oh, how is it? It's so bizarre because they kind mm-hmm. of tap into the psyche of like women that are in abusive relationships and how paranoid they get. Right. And then like she actually is true because it's like her paranoia is like actually Legit. valid because this man that who would like mm-hmm. who like psychologically, mentally, and sexually abused her. Yeah. Um, who faked his suicide? Dressed. Sorry, spoilers. Dressed in this like invisible suit because he was like extremely pioneering in like science science and made this suit that he could like pull all over himself that had cameras all over it but that could also turn invisible so like he would like fuck up her life like she Mm. went to a job interview like took all her stuff he like was like just doing weird shit to her like sending emails from her email address and she was like this isn't me and then randomly he just started escalating by like slapping people killed her sister in a restaurant put the knife in her hand and everyone thought it was her like just crazy shit and then she's like fine i'm just gonna end like she tried to like summon him by like Mm -hmm. trying to kill herself and he tried to he like intervene because she was carrying his child like it just got really like well 
And I'm like, oh God, lots of spoilers, Anna. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anyone like, who wants to see it, sorry. I don't even know if you want to see it. It actually got surprisingly high reviews. And the whole time I was just like, this is kind of F that yeah. you're like using the paranoia of like mm. women in domestic violence situations as like entertainment. But, yeah. you know, we've all got to be entertained somewhere, I suppose. <laughs> and like, true. Like, I don't know. Like, there's nothing wrong with like art, me- like art imitating life. But it's just. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. That was bizarre for me. God, that's have crazy. You, have you seen any films? Actually, I don't know, Boy this week. We haven't recorded in a really long yeah, time. Yeah, I know. Actually, actually, I was going to say mm-hmm. in, uh, the the last yeah. time we were, I, I actually hadn't seen 1917. Mm-hmm. I've seen 1917, and I would say 1917 was far, far, <laughs> far more scary than The Invisible Man. Man. 1917 yeah, was harrowing. So stressful. It was like I like was in like sweat. Mm-hmm. Like it was so. I was just so on edge the yeah. whole time. Beautiful film, beautiful film. I just like, yep, understand why it got all the awards, but it was like <laughs> grueling to watch. Similarly oh to God. the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Not really watching anything fun at the moment. Actually, yeah. you're not reading or watching anything. Yeah, really light, f- light. No, what was actually? Well, I'm actually I've been watching all those reality TV shows on Netflix. So I've watched Love Is Blind, I've watched The Circle, I've watched Glow Up, and I've watched um, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually onto Next is Fashion. So this goes on. Well, that's what I want to say. Um, there's light and shade. <laughs> I do have some nuance. I'm not shit. I'm kind of watching two things at once. Two things at once. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um. Okay. Are you is that? Well, can you go next, and oh, then no. I might have something else to add. <laughs> might be able to chat in. I saw um, the new version of Emma, the oh. Jane Austen. <laughs> I'm, every time I want to see it, everyone turns me against it. Yeah, no, it was really good. Oh, I liked it. I mean, it didn't have a lot of substance, but like in a way, that's what all the female book protagonist films are like, though. No, like I'm not. Joking. Not in oh that. <laughs> <laughs> I was being fully sarcastic then and you were just like, yeah, like, <laughs> really? know, that's what people's commentary, I believe, I think. Oh, that though. everything's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any substance. True. Um, yeah, no, it's really good. It's very light. Yeah, which is probably what we need in these dark times. Very beautiful, like yeah, the costuming and the filming. Because I need something. It's like really that. funny. Bill Nye's in it. Oh, good. Okay, that's what yeah. I need. I might go to the supermarket, buy a shit ton of pasta <laughs> and just go to the cinema. I don't know if you're meant to be going to the cinema. Oh, are you? But you should yeah. have two seats apart from everybody. I don't think there'll be anyone. Yeah, there won't be anyone there. Um, and they're probably, like, sanitizing that, like... <laughs> yeah, like, it's probably, like, the cleanest place on there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I really liked it. It I'm didn't have a lot of substance, but neither does the book, and it was really funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad. Um, I'm reading a book called Strange Antics, A History of Seduction. Oh, yeah, that's... Which is... Um, in preparation for next um, week. Yeah, homework for... Um, and I'm not going to reveal much. It's fantastic. It's just come out. Um, it's all about the history of Hot sex. Off the press. Hot off the press. Um, <laughs> so, and the, kind of the dichotomy between uh, people trying to control sex, how sexual ideology is never consistent. Like some people are thinking one thing, other people are thinking another, which was really interesting to me in terms of like me too, because like it's not like a consistent ideology now around sex um which is weird because it's you always think it is you know you think people are all evolving in one way but they're not not necessarily parallel um and i've been watching my favorite thing i've been watching um nigella bites the first seat the first season nigella lawson ever made of her cooking show you would watch that (laughs) i have like a long-term obsession with nigella like i loved her when i was a kid 
I loved her when I was a teen, and I love her now. And you love her when she was the brand ambassador for Twinings. Huh? Really? Yeah. Tea is for Twinings. <laughs> Sounds like something she would yeah. do. Yeah. And her coke addiction. Uh, and she, her life has been incredibly tragic. There's a oh. really sad um, document, like really trashy, like E-style documentary on YouTube. But the first season she, as I always What's am. What's so sad about her life? What's a documentary review? Okay, so long story. But basically she, should, do we have time for me to recount the whole history of Nigella's life? Okay, I'll do concise as yeah, I can. Just so <laughs> she was the daughter of a conservative, really conservative politician, M- Margaret Thatcher's right-hand man, but she herself is not conservative, voted Labour. When she was in her early 20s, she's really smart, she went to Cambridge, Um, when she was in, and trained as a journalist, when she was in her early 20s, her mother died of cancer. After that, she became really, really close. That's, like, really sad, tragic. After that, she became really, really close um, with her sister, Thomasina, and they started cooking together to, like, reminisce about um, their mum. And that was when her love of cooking came to the fore. Anyway, a few months later, her sister, that sister, Thomasina, dies of the same cancer. So sad. Anyway, then everything's kind of looking up. She starts on her TV show. Then the first season, she writes a book called How to Eat, bestseller. Then starts the TV show, Nigella Bites, which is amazing. And it's on YouTube. That's what I've been oh, watching. Good. And it's, like... Um, Really early 2000s vibes, which is why I like it. Anyway, and then so she gets married to this guy, James Diamond, a journalist. Um, It's all going well. They have two kids all in love. Everything's good. Anyway, then he gets throat cancer. Not looking good. Has to get his tongue removed so he can't talk because of the cancer. And then he dies. So she lost three of like the most important people in her life, like within like a decade. That's why she's had the most tragic life ever. And then recently, her second husband was abusing her, <laughs> domestic violence. Yeah, that's what I. That was the only thing that I had heard. And she had to, and she got a divorce. So she's had like an incredibly tragic life. And so she's like one of these figures, kind of like um, what's her name? You know, Breakfast of Tiffany's, like lightly, like incredibly romantic and like loved and glamorous, but like equally really sad. Yeah, wow. And I love her yeah. so much. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, what was that? Your yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it for me as well. <laughs> I've been learning Swedish. How's Eve? How's it going? Um, I'm on my. I've been going to night mm-hmm. school. Shit, uh, it's intense to say the least. I don't even know if I've got it this week because of COVID. COVID. Hmm. Mm, um. Anyway, we'll but I'm enjoying it. I'm yeah. on Duolingo. I'm actually, I love Duolingo. I know. I'm actually having a lot of fun. But I mean, that's not really a clue yeah. of the week. That's just like a bit of. <laughs> Bit of a personal yeah. update. And my housemates and I, oh, my housemate, but like mm-hmm. collectively we've got a new dog, which has been a lot. Yeah, I've seen that on Insta. How's it going? Oh, she hates me. Like, I'm not even saying like that is a joke. Like, no, she hates, out of all the housemates, I'm the least liked. I don't Damn. know why. Because I'm so erratic. What did you do? Oh, yeah, dogs don't like Yeah, I yeah, think I'm just don't like crazy. Like so much I'm just like, I'm so manic. Yeah, I'm manic. And I think they can like, sense if your quarter's up. Yeah, oh, that would be it. I reckon I, that's it. <laughs> That's my... But surely everyone is at this point. Anyway. <laughs> Everyone's caught themselves up. Yeah. Jogs are freaking out. Um, but yeah. Did you listen to the hottest 100 de- decade? No, but day? I saw the um, Tame Impala one. I know. And the, which is like... Sorry. Okay. I have nothing against Tame Impala, but mm-hmm. like that is like the perfect recipe for success. Male, white, easily mm. like... <laughs> 
consumable song. I love that song. Yeah, same. But I'm just saying the top (laughs) 16. Lord was the next, was the only woman and she was 16. Oh, really? With Royals. Number 16. Yeah. That's Yikes. the only that there was no woman in the top ten, top fifteen. Yeah, well, that's not surprising. Australia. I mean, it's not pretty... surprising. <laughs> not surprising at all. But I just think it's an interesting thing that like we would never have. Yeah, we just don't really entertain the idea of like mm-hmm. celebrate celebrating female artists because yeah. we don't even give them platform to <laughs> too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> yeah, too sexy. I thought you were like too sexy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Why are you? What? Are you trying to sell me too something? Sexy. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just super interesting. <laughs> but it's so funny. I guess that wraps up our ep- yeah. So talk? what we're hoping um, is oh, yeah, to get and I some. Tell everyone. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Go Are we- merch. Merch. Yeah. We have some t-shirts. T-shirts coming and stickers coming. So keep an eye on that on the yeah. gram. Um, send us a message if you want to pre-order. Yeah, them. actually though, because that would be good to know that we're actually yeah. going to be able to sell them. They're It'll be thirty-five dollars for a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, so send us a message yeah. if you want to pre-order one. Yeah, because I don't know how many to <laughs> Even though you don't know what they look like. No, they're beautiful. Just hope for They're the going to be pink. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they're like literally at the print, so. Yeah, it's all happening. Let us know. Um, also, and that'll, mean, that, that'll mean that you actually listen to the last two seconds of the yeah. uh, true loyal fan. <laughs> <laughs> We're hoping to um, uh, record, get some mics and record from home. Oh, yeah, we're going to JB Hi-Fi next. During quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I think is going to happen. Lockdown. Yeah. My prediction. Yeah. It'll be good, though. <laughs> be good to be in lockdown. No, I mean, like, that we can record from home and, yeah. like, entertain everyone. And everyone in the house can listen. Yeah. <laughs> Friends of the pod. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, thanks, guys. See ya. Let's out. We could say that last episode. Let's out. Let's out.